This week on the show, ways to make your podcast more memorable. Are transcriptions the building blocks for the future of audio distribution? Ten rules for starting a victorious podcast, and much more. Here we go. Marketing news. Content news. Tech news. Sound news. Interviews. Product reviews. Podcast reviews. For creatives by creatives. This is Podcast News Weekly with Sean Savage. Are transcriptions the building blocks for the future of audio distribution? With so much spoken word content being published every day, how can publishers ensure that their words are reaching the right ears? And how can listeners find the most relevant content to them? Audio transcriptions will help to answer those questions, and the relationship between audio and text will play a key role in the ongoing evolution of digital audio distribution. Podcast distribution companies can distribute publisher-supplied transcripts via their RSS feed. What are publisher-supplied transcriptions? The transcript RSS tag was proposed by the RSS namespace extension for podcasting project and is now implemented by many podcast distribution companies. This means that any publisher who generates a transcript can make their transcript available in multiple formats via their RSS feed automatically. The major podcast listening platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts have all experimented with or actively pursuing transcript searches. In 2019, Apple announced that they will allow listeners to discover shows based on audio transcripts, topics, and people. Google Podcasts vowed to help to make audio a first-class citizen with their introduction of transcript search. In 2021, Spotify announced that they eventually want to enable transcripts across all podcasts on Spotify. Spotify's ambition to play the transcript alongside the audio is an especially helpful feature for people who want to scan and move around a podcast, possibly to hear a specific segment. The future transcript-enabled possibilities in audio are very exciting. It's easy to see the relationship between audio and text, and it'll pave the way for audio to become a first-class digital citizen because it deserves so. All of these services will use transcriptions that they generate for publishers. A podcast is distributed to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and then each of those platforms generates its own transcription of the content. The challenge with this 
is that while audio-generated transcripts are improving in accuracy all the time, they struggle to get names and places correct, which is often the most important information. It's also very inefficient for the platforms to transcribe the same audio over and over. It makes more sense for publishers to supply the transcript of their podcast to the listening platforms rather than the other way around. If a publisher generates a transcript of an episode, then that should become the source of the truth. While not all major podcast apps have agreed to use publisher-supplied transcripts, it makes sense for them to consider doing so in the future. What's next for transcription podcasting? Transcriptions are a key component to additional enhancements in the world of podcasting. The future of audio is exciting. Future-proof your podcast by adding transcriptions to the RSS feed. Your host should be able to do it for you. Ten rules for starting a branded business podcast. Create your brand with the help of a podcast, and you will win the loyalty of subscribers. Don't create your podcast for money, at least not directly. Most podcasts not only don't usually make money, but they end up costly due to things like hosting and hardware. Podcast success is rarely measured in hard cash. Be a listener to your podcast. You wouldn't open a pizzeria if you never ate a slice of pizza, would you? Similarly, you need to understand and enjoy your media channel before you can start broadcasting. Explore your favorite podcasts and think about why you like them so much. Surely, there are errors in them or the material that can be corrected and improved on by you in your podcast. Represent your brand on a podcast. If you can't make money from a podcast, then why bother at all? Well, the podcast will help to build the brand, which means that every minute when you communicate with your audience, you create an impression about your company, expertise, and your products. Even if you don't specifically advertise anything, you are positioning yourself as an expert in a particular subject area. Think carefully about the image you want to convey. Be helpful. According to Digital News Report, 46% of podcast listeners want information on topics of personal interest, and 39% want to learn something new. Understanding what your audience wants is vital, and that's how you win loyal listeners. Be an expert, not a salesperson. While one of the goals of creating podcasts is to strengthen and promote your brand, which should ideally be followed by an increase in sales, be careful not to turn your show into an advertisement. If people want to watch ads, they can turn on a TV or a selection of YouTube ads. Listeners tune into the instinctive and mentoring tone of the ether. Don't push them away by trying to sell your products and services. Talk personally. This is not a call to reveal your secrets live, but remember that it is better to let the listeners get to know you better. Your goal is to increase your audience of loyal listeners, and one way to do this is to develop a personal connection between you and your listeners. Whether you're hosting a podcast about fishing, 
investment advice, or parenting, share a piece of who you really are to keep listeners coming back for more. Design the format and structure of the podcast. Although listeners are constantly looking for new and interesting information, creating a format that each episode follows helps listeners. They know what to expect. Episode structure doesn't have to be complicated. For example, wrapping up a previous episode, introducing a guest or a topic from the current episode, and sharing feedback with listeners. These are some of the things you can do. It's important that your audience knows what's coming next. Release episodes regularly. If episodes are released randomly, and the regularity depends solely on your mood and inspiration, you will have a hard time finding regular listeners. Whether you're doing a short daily recap of current events, or longer episodes once a week or once a month, your listeners need to know exactly when they can expect new broadcasts from you. Be professional. You can discover frivolous or personal topics, but that doesn't mean your podcast can be sloppy. Invest in good equipment and editing for your podcast to make it stand out from the pile of bad content. Hire a freelancer to create intro music. Buy a quality microphone and approach your broadcast like a pro. Tune into active networking. In addition to building a brand, one of the great opportunities that a podcast provides is the opportunity for networking. By inviting experts and industry reps as guests to create an episode, you entertain and engage your audience. An obvious bonus for a podcast creator is the inspiration from different points of view, breadth of perspective, and new ideas for future episodes. Ways to make your podcast more memorable. When people complete your latest podcast episode, what do you want them to do? Reflect on your brilliance? Bask in a sense of satisfaction? Or would simply remembering what you said five minutes later be enough? How can serious podcasters make memorable shows, episodes, and other forms of content that stay stuck in the minds of your audience members? Making your podcast memorable isn't easy. There isn't an easy-to-fill-out template or checklist. It's not a filter that you apply to your master track. It's not a task you leave to the very end of the creation process, as you might do with a final proofreading pass. Even if you do manage to make a truly memorable episode, your memorable episode is in direct competition with dozens of other pieces of content your listeners are exposed to that very same day. That memorable impression you made as they listened to your show on their way to work can be completely knocked out by a different podcast episode they listened to over their lunch break. It's not just episodes of other podcasts you have to worry about. It's the full content that they are exposed to every single day. There's a lot coming at us day in and day out. We quite literally cannot keep everything in our active memory. Forgetting is a survival mechanism for our species, and it affects all of us. Acknowledging some realities. Before we start this discussion about making memorable podcast content, let's acknowledge and accept a few things. First of all, 
we must acknowledge and accept that we have zero control over what goes on inside the heads of our listeners. Second, we must acknowledge and accept that we can't control the other content our listeners are exposed to. And third, we must also accept that our experience as a creator is different from the experience for listeners. And third, we must also accept that our experience as a creator is different from the experience our listeners have when they consume our creations. For the three or four hours it takes for you to create an episode, you're fully engaging the creator part of your brain. Those parts are busy creating the episode that you slowly turn from idea to concept to final product, making all the necessary publishing pieces along the way. It's creative, but it's also methodical. That's a very different part of the brain than you use when you enjoy the content someone else has created. Unless you're intensively listening, your creator brain is mostly dormant as you listen at least until the point when you hear something that may activate your creative brain. But until that time, you're just enjoying the content. So even though your creator brain lets you forget everything after you've done creating, it's quite possible that your enjoying brain does not forget everything that was said after you've heard it. The creator's experience with their created content is not the same experience as those who enjoy that created content. So here are some practical tips that you can use to make your podcast content more memorable. Be about one thing. Some podcast formats, like news roundups and variety shows, are by definition about more than one thing. But for most other podcasts, adding in more themes or points into a single episode isn't a great idea. It's one that can inadvertently make your episodes less memorable. People are exposed to vast amounts of content every single day. A flood of content that forces their brain to choose one memorable thing over another. Don't do that to yourself by packing your episodes with more than one thing. Even if you're the host of an interview-based podcast, think seriously about keeping your conversation on point and just about one thing rather than asking your guests about the myriad of things they've done in their lives. It's okay to invite them back on the show in a few weeks to talk about a different thing or have multiple episodes with the same guest. Reinforce and repeat. You've probably heard the trick of tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them again, and then tell them what you just told them. That actually rings true, and podcasters often forget it. If you or your guest drops a nugget of wisdom, ring that bell loudly. It's okay to break into your interview or your narrative and say something like, I want to pause for a moment and underscore that point in case you missed it. And then just jump right back into the flow. And then you'll do something similar again at the end of the show in a custom closing statement. That means your listeners have heard the point at least three times. That'll help it stick in their memory. Less is more. It's very easy to get deep into an explanation or a discussion that you, in full creative brain mode, seems like excellent content to you. But your listeners, with their brains fully in joy mode, might find it tedious or boring. So don't be afraid to cut out content to avoid that. But you can't do it in the moment, at least not as well as if you waited and took another pass on the content you recorded 
when your brain is not in creative world. Don't flood your audience. Don't give them more to think about than they can handle. Just keep it simple. As we continue this week with my equipment setup, we're following the signal flow. We started with the microphones, one for online, one for radio and voiceovers. Last week, we talked about my channel strip processor, the DBX286S. The next thing in my signal chain for online use is the Zoom LiveTrack L8 mixer. The Zoom LiveTrack L8 makes it easier than ever for me to mix, I think. It makes it easier for me to monitor and record podcasts. It's portable and it is affordable. As a podcast creator, I require a unique set of audio features along with the flexibility of a proper mixing console. The LiveTrack L8 combines Zoom's audio performance with features made for podcasters. It allows me to press a button to play intros, outros, jingles, ads, and sound effects. It has six assignable sound pads to let me do that. The L8 also allows for remote interviews. I can connect a phone via the TRRS cable, and it has a mix minus function automatically in that signal. It also has a USB connection, and I can route any audio from my computer from any software into it. The preamps, the Zoom preamps, are transparent. They're really powerful and they're very reliable. The L8 has six Zoom preamps and I can record everyone on a separate track and it gives me more flexibility when I edit. It has four headphone outputs and I love that it has four headphone outputs so I can do four distinct mix minus signals depending on how I configure them. Used as an audio interface, the L8 can record full episodes directly to my computer and an SD card simultaneously while all the tracks are separated. And this is something I really love about this mixer. You can also live stream while you're recording, and I've done that a number of times. And once I dial in a mix, the levels for each output, then I can save it. So I don't have to tweak the knobs. It's saved digitally and I love it. So when I just start up the mixer, I pick a scene. So I have a clubhouse scene. I have Twitter spaces scene. All the levels are there. I just press load and I don't have to redo anything. It's great. I love the scene feature. What is intentional podcasting and how do you do it? The driving force behind any podcast is passion. Having the idea to start a podcast is only the first step you need to take. Figuring out what the next steps are can be tricky if you're unsure of the intent behind your podcast. Setting out on the road to become a successful podcaster can be bumpy, but especially so if you do begin the journey without understanding the method of intentional podcasting. What is intentional podcasting? The podcasting industry is constantly growing and is fraught with potential competitors. In today's landscape, there are podcasts available for every topic imaginable. In order to have your voice rise above and reach your target market, new podcasters need to have a clear vision and niche 
in mind for their messaging. When you sit down to intentionally plot out the plan for your podcast, you don't have to write a 100-page thesis. Your written plan can be as simple as, I'm passionate about the TV show Friends, and I'd love to recap every episode and what I enjoyed about them. The driving force behind any podcast is passion. If you try to launch a podcast about a topic you're not knowledgeable or passionate about, your interest will dwindle. Business leaders, hobbyists, and brands start podcasts with a myriad of intentions. Some may want to change people's perceptions of a topic. Others might want to bring more attention to their new business or offer a cost-effective content platform for audience to connect with a brand. Maybe they simply have a niche they love and are being pulled in some way to talk about it. Podcasts can also be a vehicle to build relationships after having inspiring and value-driven conversations. How do you approach intentional podcasting? There are specific steps you can take when intentionally planning out your podcast. They include taking time to dive deep into your why for podcasting, what you would like to get out of your podcast personally and professionally, and how to do the physical work to make your idea come to fruition. Here are some essential steps to keep in mind with intentional podcasting. Brainstorming. The first important step of starting a podcast is brainstorming. What topics are you going to cover? Who are your potential guests? Better yet, who are your dream guests? Are you willing and able to do some solo episodes? Brainstorming can help you decide if you have enough meat for a well-rounded, intentionally planned podcast. Planning your time. We often read or hear about being intentional with our time. We all get 24 hours in a day, and if we're not careful, those hours can quickly get away from us. To intentionally create a brand new podcast, you need to look at how much time you have to give to your podcast idea. Typically, when podcasters first start, our excitement leads to overscheduling. A good practice is to decide a two-hour block on two separate days for podcasting. For example, keep 7 to 9 p.m. on Tuesday and then 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Thursday free for recording. You can use these four total hours to record shows or plan out future shows. You also need to allow time for marketing your podcast and doing behind-the-scenes work such as editing. Practice and future planning. If you intend your podcast to be long-lasting and deliver quality product, you must practice the craft. Nothing's going to be perfect right out of the gate. After recording a few shows and releasing them to the public, think about sustainability. Does it make sense to make the show a weekly podcast? Can you commit to that? If not, would it be easier for you to commit to a twice-monthly podcast? Perhaps after recording and releasing a few episodes, you realize that your idea would be better as a serial show, meaning it comes out only once a year over the course of 12 weeks. The longer you record and hone your craft, the better, more dynamic your podcast will become. All of that good content comes from intentionally planning out your show from the beginning. Get into the game with intention and purpose to make your podcast stand out. No matter what the topic, podcasting is about storytelling. Great storytelling begins with a clear intention about what you want people to hear. 
what you want them to learn, and to think about your topic. With dedicated planning, your podcast can join the ranks of some of the best out there, entertaining and informing hundreds of thousands of listeners each week. That's all the time after this episode. Head over to our website. You can connect with us. Join me next week. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to stay in touch with us. Follow us on all socials. The handle is at Podcast News Weekly and our website is podcastnewsweekly.com. Let us know what you think of the show and what we can do better to serve you. Join us next time for your weekly midweek roundup of podcast news. For creatives by creatives. Podcast News Weekly.